Hello and you are welcome to the RF podcast, the 22nd of June. It's a damp drizzly even here in the top floor of RF Towers. We are going to be previewing, of course, the Connacht quarter final between Mayo and Sligo in Markovic Park, Saturday evening, 4.30 on Sky Sports. Um, of course, this podcast brought to you by Grogan Concrete. Mayo's, Roscommon's and further afield's number one supplier of top dress and sand for all pitches, golf courses, rugby pitches, soccer pitches, you name it. Um, tonight we have, uh, not only have we got Endemac, we've got a, a, a Sligo personality, we will say, uh, in Gavin Cawley, mercenary journalist, um, referee, coach, you name it. He's in every part of Sligo GA. Gavin, how are you? Not too bad. Thanks for having me on the the, the podcast, RF Towers. We couldn't we could not have a preview for a Sligo GA game without um having Gavin Cody on, in fairness. And of course we had to have Enda. Yeah, now I've five questions here on my phone for Gavin. Why did you send off RF? <laughs> he didn't have enough manners, we'll say. Well, if Ver- you got the verbal, <laughs> verbal or physical, uh, he was coming for me and mounting at the same time, so I says off with you. <laughs> no, that was that's not how it played out. I was I was managing a a minor team of the Bovin Clooney, and there was a couple of calls that Gavin decided that uh, he purposely went against me. I'd say just to get a reaction, and he got one. He got one. He, 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 when he comes for you, uh, Ender, he fairly comes for you. He's a big physical man, I won't lie to you. <laughs> and Kamir, did he get a suspension out of said red card? Did, did, did you get two weeks? I, I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know. Or did it I don't know. to do yellows? Ender, Ender, I'll tell you a good one, right? I didn't know the ref that well at the time. He came up to me in Torres Strand and he apologised. That tells you a lot about the man, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, yeah. though, he, he got a great video of probably the best referee in Sligo. Who was that? It was in Torres Strand, Karen uh, O'Donnell. Oh, I remember that game. It was Castle Connor against. I think Castle Connor and Kerry. It was an intermediate uh, semi final, yeah. I think. Yes, it was, it was, it was, it was. I was just getting it in. I actually got that game on the way up after a Super Sunday Championship in Mayo. And just checked the Sligo calendar and I was on the way back up to Tupperkurry and realised the game was on. And I'd say oh, I landed five minutes before the end of the first half and I thought, you know what, there's no way these lads are going to ask me for money now at the gate. And, uh, oh, they wanted a tenner. The absolute bastards I got a tenner out of me. But uh, that's for another day. Um, what are we talking about? I suppose the match. The match, lads. It's... Oh. What, like, Gavin... What's the story in Sligo like? What's the what's the feeling like among amongst the football and people in Sligo? Like, is it just a matter of going out? Is there much talk about the game even? Not that much talk, but it was just after coming from refereeing an underage game there, and the the talk was how much Mayo were going to win. The handicap must be asserted. Uh, I was in that that category coming from after the Wexford game, but. And that famous interview that McIntyre done with me, 
I think everyone is hard and early at this stage. But well, if, I, if, do you want to do you want to just give a rundown of what he said to you after that game? And I suppose motions were probably high for him too. He's probably pissed off. So uh, I wasn't sure. I was waiting from outside the dressing room, and I wasn't sure I wouldn't be that familiar with Port Leash. And I was wondering, was there an exit that I wasn't aware of? <laughs> and I wasn't sure going to come out at all. So I actually had a good crack with him. Um, he was very honest. Like he didn't give me the usual bullshit lines. Oh, we need to get back to the training pitch. Oh, we need to work harder. We'll get things right for the Mio game. He says came out of line with some people didn't take too kindly what he said that the season's a washout. Um, but other people would say well he's telling the truth. Like the aim was to get out of Division Four. Uh, that didn't happen. And personally, I asked him as well about. The Wexford game, did he get anything out of it? And he was honest. He says, for 10 minutes we played, the rest of it was wasted time. Um, and then he says, when you brought on fellas, then the game just fell asunder. But and then I asked him about, would he be very concerned? Like uh, the defeats to Wexford and Carlo, they're, they're shipping fairly big uh, score lines, like 12 points and 10 points, which you're playing Mayo this week, you're not playing Wexford or, or, or Loud, like, which. Well, lucky enough, the, the two boys are going to be out, but we'll talk about that in a while, anyway. Yeah, uh, the handicap is 14 points. I think I think Mayo won't win by 14. Well, that, that, I was on another podcast, Sligo Way podcast last night, and I had came out with that thought that the way Mayo play and the way they let teams back into it, they'll probably let Sligo come back into it in the second half, and it'll be seven points or something like that that's what my thoughts were seven ten points but 14 points is an awful lot by the time the whistle is gone in a championship match especially when Mayo are playing and uh, you what's your like you're the expert here <laughs> I'm no expert um <laughs> Sligo I think are an all-time low so uh normally going away from home in the championship the first round 10 points is a huge win but if I was forced to have a bet, I'd probably go for the minus 14 rather than the plus 14 on this occasion. Okay. Okay. I think the slide go back, so I don't know what Gavin thinks, but they're nowhere near the level. Is there an issue with centre half back, Gavin? Uh, I think the whole. They're, they're shipping. They're going, if you cut through the middle, if, if a team runs at them, like you don't have to be a brain surgeon or know anything about football. You can see that that uh, that I what I call it watching a couple of the games there. Some people might take take it offensive to it, but it's like the M50. It's wide open if you want to pass someone out. <laughs> and that's think, the style Mayo play, ref. Mayo do run the ball. Yeah. Like Paddy Dorkin, <laughs> Paddy Dorkin could run up one four or one five and. Uh, but your the, fucking internet end again is playing up your laptop is freezing and you told me this laptop wasn't uh, this laptop won't freeze and here you are stuttering again and move nearer the router <laughs> <laughs> it's like the day you're in hospital looking for a spot that you could get the internet it's a wild jersey of on you as well I must say yeah that's a Polish one good man Next Good thing man. Be- yeah, is that any better? 
Yeah, art will probably go again. I don't know what it is. I think it's your laptop anyway. No, this but, is the second laptop I've tried. Right. So we, we I suppose we look at, um, is there any, do you have any hope for, for, for Sligo, Gav? I actually changed my tune. I think yeah. I, I, uh, I might be the only one, my, most people might take him off me a rocker, but even if you go back at me, oh, Leitrim, or I might be disrespectful to Leitrim, but if Sligo played Leitrim in the morning, I'd expect Sligo to beat them. I think uh, they have a classier player, and they might agree, yourself might agree, that Niall Murphy, and if Red Oak ticks, like he hasn't ticked since he came back from Australia, um, if he ticks, like they're two players that would make most county teams. Um, I think the option, um, which he hasn't played a league game, but I think I heard you saying on the podcast, like it could be an option if, I wouldn't fancy uh, Pat Hughes being marked for the dry day. Uh, I think that Mayo full back line, uh, we, we would have saw them in a, a challenge game there too one time, ref. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think they're, um, they're debatable how strong they are in the full back line. Um, yeah, yeah. I know the keeper susceptible to a high ball, and he was against Clare as well. And it's 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 no um, it's no I, secret. He, he, he often gave Henley a bad bad press. I think he's a great keeper. Okay. I think you. I I think if he should have been number one for the last couple of years, but that's only my opinion. But that's sure the beauty. That's the beauty of football. Everyone has an opinion. I might be holding my DCU hat on me there too. I I know I know Robert well so. Oh well, there you go. That's why I think he's the best keeper. There you go. You're not. A, that's that. That's not how journalism works. Or is it? <laughs> Might be. <laughs> just, just praise your mates. Keep, yeah. keep in, keep be mates with all the boys, and sure you can't go wrong. It's who you know what, not what you know. It's not. A hundred percent. Sure. Look, we're from Mayo, Gav. We know all about it. We know all about journalism and, and Mayo. Um, yeah, it's it, it. Look, it's hard preview, I suppose, and you don't want to be disrespectful to Sligo either. And you, you can look at different things of what could happen. Like Kieran O'Connor is a big loss. I think. I mean, the, Regardless, he's a he's a massive loss, and you have to weigh it up. Especially the way he plays against weaker teams. When he plays, he racks up massive scores. They won't have that, you know. The lads on the Sligo Way podcast last night called him a flat track bully. Um, he does get massive scores. Enda's grinning away there because Grinda Enda calls him that all the time. <laughs> um, but he does get massive scores for uh, Mayo, especially against the weaker teams. Like. Do and do we have someone that can do replace O'Connor and get these three, two or three goals or hang around the goal and get and, and really put them to the sword? One of the last times we played Sligo in the championship, did Aidan O'Shea get two or three goals? He got a hat trick. Yeah, I knew that was fucking coming, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that language isn't acceptable on this podcast, only from ref. <laughs> I have to pay a swear jar every week, unfortunately, you know. Enda has me on... I get a phone call from Enda nearly every Wednesday morning or Wednesday evening uh, where he's going. Someone was on to me giving out about your language in the podcast. We have to try and tone it down a little bit anyway. Um, but no, we'll allow it, Kevin. Fair pleasure. Um, yeah, so what were we saying, Enda? Have we got someone that can... That, are you going to say oh, Aidan O'Shea is going to be the man to put these boys to the sword straight away? Yeah, uh, I, I think Tommy Conroy would probably put them to the sword. Yeah. What about, what about them two other occasions? 2000 and 2010. There wasn't much sword being done them days. <laughs> no. No, that's true. But I think you have to look at... 
um, the way things have gone since 2010 and, and like Mayo in terms of preparation and the talent and the strength and condition, it's, it's a gap is, is furthered by two, three times the margin now at this stage. You know, it's impossible for, I think, Sligo to get these small, you know, these small windows for chance to upset are, are getting are getting narrower and narrower every year as we go by. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, you can, you can bring up the older games and it's hard to, it's hard to even, you know, probably. And you might know this one now. Would there be many of the, the 2015 Mio minor team on that panel now, is there? 2015, I'd have to. Was that Kavari last back. year? Was it unsuccessful? That, that, year, it was uh, 2015, 2016 under 21. Had was that was that a good year? Was that the year Sligo played in the quarterfinal? No, Kevin. Is, yeah, yeah, they played in the quarterfinal that Against year. Terry. No, no, Terry. No, no, Oh, okay. That, that was the, the year they won the minor Connacht minor league. Okay. So yeah, you, you actually if you go through the current uh, Sligo crop, there's about five or six players have made the the breakthrough from that team. Right. Yeah, from Eddie McGuinness at fullback to Dara Cummins to Cole McNamara the centre back, uh, Kyle Cawley, uh, Nathan Rooney's on the panel. So there was, there was quite a number of that team that made the breakthrough from that team. Yeah. And the, then, the, then you then you, mm. then you be questioning as well why Sligo in the place they are if there was stem players coming in and then also I think Graf touched on it uh, about Summerhill and even when it was an all Sligo schools final how how in the hell are they in the state they are considering it was an all Sligo Connick final. That's right. Yeah. There was a, when was when was that Kevin? Was was Summerhill and the Tractors were in a Connick Day final? <laughs> I think that might have been 2015 as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Hell, yeah. The, the Mayo Minor team of 2015 was quite possibly the worst <laughs> performing Mayo Minor team of all time. And there was one person on the panel, James Carr. Who was the team in there? Ring out the minor team. John Mohan, sorry, is on the panel. The team was Pat, Patrick O'Malley, Donovan Cosgrove, Tommy Kane, Johnny Mohan, Paul Lambert, Ryan Collins, Dylan Cannon, Barry Duffy, Jonathan Bourke, Darren Quinn, James Lyons, Ross Egan, Liam Byrne, James Carr, and Jerry Canavan. Matthew Keady, Jack Irwin, Cormac Reap, Colin Moran, Paul Walsh, and Kevin Quinn come on, and they were beaten 3-14 to 1-3 in Castlebar. Jesus, by, by Galway. It was a short year, so... Yeah, so... And why did you bring that up, because that, cause that crop that came through from Sligo that year, Gavin, is it? I, I was just kind of like, I'm sorry, I might be like clutching in straws that can Sligo oh, take anything. Don't the worry. At you, 2015. Were, you were clutching, you were clutching as soon as you came on to this call, mate. <laughs> 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 in fairness, yeah, it's a tough job. It's it, 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 it's a free pop for Sligo, I think. They, you know, there's no pressure on them, there's no expectation. They get to play on Sky Sports. Hopefully it'll be nice. Like that, that was the question I put to McEntee as well. Like, because the last two games, like the last game and a half, has been quite desperate. I will say, but I'll be frank about it, they were shocking poor. Yeah. Um. Like I be as a Sligo man and as a passionate follower of the team, and as a journalist, I be expecting there has to be some sort of a response. And like they didn't play 
like you can talk about COVID all you want. Like this team hadn't didn't play in championship last year. So they're them and them and Dublin are currently the only teams to be unbeaten in full in full year, we'll say. <laughs> Uh, Gavin, a question for you: The 2015 final, the Sligo team this weekend. Do you think it's stronger than the team that played Mayo in that final, or weaker? A good, a good bit weaker. Yeah, and Mayo won that one by what? Uh, 26 what points. Points, yeah. Jesus. What have Mayo put a team away like that since? Go on, Gav. I think Mayo are weaker too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Po- quite possibly, possibly. Yeah. Yeah, they're further. Yeah. They probably might be a bit further behind development plan compared to the Miles. I'd say Mayo at that stage in 15, 16, they were coming to their peak. That squad was at the right age for a lot of them players. But uh, there's probably a couple of years yet before Mayo get that sweet spot again. Um, but they are going in the right direction, I suppose. Um, like when, like- like when you look at that 2015, the semi-final against Roscommon, like Sligo weren't given a prayer either. Um, when going into that game and they turned turned Roscommon over, and that was a team that was kind of flying at the time with John Evans. Did they have a double promotion? They definitely won. Yeah, yeah. a big lot. Well, loud the thing I, I was thinking about this game, and could you take any positives out of the time? When Sligo, I think we were one to six on to beat uh, Roscommon in the 2010 county final. Roscommon were in a similar kind of reign like Sligo were in Division Four, didn't get out. Um, can they take anything out of that? I know it's a completely different era, completely different teams, but sometimes, like you're looking at two teams that won provincial championships last year, uh, they're down and going to be down in Division Four next year, so. Sometimes championship football can throw up funny results. Like you'll be talking to throw up some funny results with Kilmore V this year, like you know. <laughs> they're they're the most watched junior team now for every weekend the results come in, people are and, and ref is gonna be just total football on the ladies front. Yeah, no sweepers. That's why no. it's gonna be he says don't bother with points, goals are worth three points. <laughs> well, what's the get... score in the Termagedi ladies match this weekend, Ref? Couldn't tell you. This is recorded on Saturday evening. So. <laughs> Easy now, Enda. It's a long road. It's yet, all buddy. coming. It's got, <laughs> don't worry. I know, road, I know it's coming for me. <laughs> <laughs> you can have your pop when you want now, but I'll tell you, it's going to be a lot. The sting will be a lot worse when it comes back to you. I can guarantee you that if you want to go down that road with me, buddy. So yeah, that's it, lads. What's the prediction in the gap margin? What are we talking? Mayo it's one to a hundred. It's one to a hundred for a Mayo win. Points. Yeah. Yeah, Mayo between twelve and fifteen for me. And have you, Gav? What are you thinking? Um, last leg went from. We have to be confident. <laughs> All right, fair enough. And, I know. I'll say. I think we all win, I think, but it'll be a lot closer than what Enda uh, thinks. I think it could be no more than what you were saying to me. Yeah. I think between six and eight points, maybe. Like, there weren't, if you look back at that game last year when they played Leitrim, only for the black hair, Leitrim had got off to a great start. And I, I, would, I would expect 
um, that Mayo will probably just do enough. Like they won't kill themselves. But that, I, that'd be my question. I would wonder why Oren didn't play the league final anyway when he knows unless a disaster they're going to beat Sligo. It would have been another game to give lads. Had he the option of playing it or is it because he was so close he didn't? Well, there was sure, sure. What it didn't stop Offley playing. They're out this weekend. I think they might have a week extra in Shorny or something like that. No, they're out. They're mm, out Saturday. They're out this weekend. Jesus, yeah. It would have been. It would have been. May regret playing the ref. A lot of people have said that to me, and a, and a man that'll be well in the know. And uh, I'd like to hear your thoughts on this. Said it was a bad call. It backfired on on Offley, and that loud they're going to beat Offley. Yeah, I have fancy loud at eleven days. 11 to 8. There were 13 to 8 earlier in the week. So mm-hmm. someone has fancied it already. So a couple of people have said that to me that they wanted to be thinking that loud they're going to take Offaly. And it'll be a good game. It'll be on GA Go shortly. When is it on? That'll be one to watch, actually. Saturday, I think. Uh, John Mohan's... Yeah, it was a poor performance. Poor performance at Crow Park, wasn't it? We were talking Derry up all year. They're, they're a level above that Division 3 standard. Yeah. And, uh, don't rule them out causing a shock in Ulster against the winners of the match the weekend with Down in Donegal. Oh, and uh, they're, they're quite fit too. I I wonder they must have enjoyed the COVID, so they did. did they? <laughs> they're in some shape apparently. Yeah, Gavin, uh, Sligo club scene. We what we have yeah. What's the story? Is it six in a row? Um. I'm going to be controversial again. Uh, uh, I don't think I think they'll be stopped this year. Oh, even with the new management, Kevin Johnson freshening things up, successful manager, high level, well rated in Mayo. It depends what's going to happen, but there's a lot of talk that Pat Hart isn't going to play this year, and he was regardless of what what way you think it. And I'm going to come to another point on Torres Strand and Sligo. I know you spoke on the Sligo podcast about it. Uh, like I I think like Pat Hart. Uh, was man the match in the county final last year? Whatever, whatever way you look at it, that's not a great state, a great thing to have. Even though he's a good yeah. player, but at his age, he shouldn't really be dominating. I wouldn't think. But the other thing about Torres Strand is like the fair factor. I've seen some games, like the one games because O'Hara and McGowan, O'Hara got onto the ref a few times. Yeah, and might have turned one or two decisions their way. Like in, like a, a refs. Like a ref, the ref. Some of these teams, like uh, for instance, like I was refing Harps there at the weekend. They were in one of these county finals at the one, and they're down in intermediate now. Like so, yeah. If you call a spade a spade, like I don't think Torshan have been. They've done a good job, like winning these titles. But you'd have to ask the question. It's time for the clubs to step up. Like, yeah. Like, yeah you, you can't always be saying, "Oh, Torshan were too good." Like it's up to the rest of the teams. Like some teams, like. Like you spoke about in the past, like Tupper Curry should be there thereabouts most years, and just just have let themselves down when it came to in the last couple of years. Like, yeah, I touched. I think I touched on that on uh, before in other podcasts as well. Actually, um, like Torla Strand are doing well. They're doing very well, and they're doing well to win the five in a row and everything else. But a, a lot of it does come down to the challengers. I don't think th- there has there has to be a consistent person chased him like you have it in Mayo you had Ballon Tubber and Castlebar at each other's heels cross the line of Ballina, um 
you know, like there was there was rivalries there when when teams were going well, but there was another team pushing them on. And Sligo was the opposite. It was Torla Strand and then whoever was pick of the summer, like like Strand Hill one year, Juice Harps was in another final, Drum Cliff Ross's Point was in the final this year. Like some of these teams, um, they just kind of go on a bit of a run. So it just shows you that. The, to get on top and get to the, be the second favourites in Sligo isn't that difficult, it seems. And because you can weigh that up then with the argument of anyone Torres, from Torres Strand, and there probably is a few listening, they, when they leave Sligo. Look at, even if you look at Kalur, uh, like Kalur, Chantel, like they yeah. were without Niall Murphy and Peter Laffey, two county players, and still got to a county semi final. Like were, I know, I know Ender likes a bet, and I think there was an awful rumour going around that gave a we're going to beat them last year's championship. I think they came in from nine to four into, I think they might have been thirteen to eight. Ridiculous. Was that the first thing. round of the championship? No. Yeah. So, so everyone got caught. Even the bookies got caught with that. Calera put out. Uh, do you know that Karen and Cup crack since like yeah. warm competition? So didn't Calera put out their junior team against Marys and they got bet by sixteen or eighteen points. Knowing yeah. they weren't showing their hand, and everyone says. Clara finished the research to be relegated. Yet yeah. below half time against Giva was it eight nil or seven one or eight one or something like that. Yeah. And Barry O'Man kicked the lights out and he was their main player. It's amazing too uh, how things go um like the like the correlation then between Torla Strand players making the Sligo team and the Signer squad, like it just shows you there is something going on behind the scenes like like you gotta have a strong club football or a competitive cu- club football environment and there hasn't been that over five years and that's probably added into they might be look look like good footballers but when it comes to the crunch and if they can't do it week in week out for the clubs when they're growing up it, it does have an add-on effect you know yeah but the, fu- the funny thing is I, I know you were speaking in the other podcast about it but there's not too many fellas like you say oh who's why don't Torshan have men in like who else would you have in it? Adrian Adrian McIntyre definitely if he if he was if he was willing, but he's the wrong side of thirty again. Like yeah, John Kelly. I know many people uh, asked why isn't he in there, but like if a fella's not not interested, like he's he's working as a lawyer. I think I think he's a fella just enjoys playing the bit of club football and. Yeah, well, see, the carrot isn't there. The carrot isn't there, Gavin, for these for these fellas, like it is for Mayo. There's, I don't think the there's year, too many. The one year he did play, the carrot was there. You got a trip to New York, um, <laughs> like, uh, do, do, do you know you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like especially if there's no secondary competition, we're being fair. Like, there's like you you call out the odds about the game at the weekend, but uh, Sligo Sligo season will be over by. By Saturday evening, if you're being truly honest, yeah, and it's 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 a lot of training to be done. Like, like there was a lot of talk as well at the start of the year. Like McIntyre came in and he wanted to put his own stamp on it. And it was McIntyre was it was Taylor was the problem. And if you talk to anyone around Sligo, it's sick in my hole last year. Oh, Taylor is the problem here. Oh yeah, it's Taylor. And then in comes the new manager, and they still can't win a game. Like Taylor brought in a lot of them young fellas too. Um, yeah, but I think like, he got a raw well, deal. Like for instance, like uh, McIntyre told some like the jewel players, like you you you've seen you've seen the hurlers, like uh, you might have seen like the stats. Derek Cox said up there on Twitter, 
They've played 14 games since 2019. They've won 13, lost one after extra time. Yeah. Like, I, I know they were, they were down a level that they shouldn't have been like 3B and 3A in Hurling. But as the old saying is, you can only be who you're put in front of. That's what... You can only dance with the, the girls in the hold Um Yeah, that's an interesting look at it. Like, I don't want to go too deep into it since it's a Mayo podcast. And, but it, it's good to know the background, I suppose, of a county team when you're playing them and getting that extra bit of a thing. Uh, Rumour is that Liam Gohan will be fit for the match the weekend. It's another bonus for, for Sligo. Yeah, there, um, Liam Gohan came on and Kyle Cody came on. Yeah. And there's also talk that... Patchews could be in contention as well. Yeah. Just one more thing on the club football, Gav. Who's going to win, senior? I reckon. I reckon it'll either be Marys or, or Calera. Okay. Okay. Uh, Calera, you don't make Calera, Calera been quite busy in the transfer market. We'll say. I heard they have. Yeah. Um, is it O'Carroll's brother? Yeah, brother. Yeah. There's a few fellas in there, all right, yeah, but look, we won't we won't go through we won't go heavy on the details. Enda, you sent me a lovely text messenger just before the Yeah, before we go on to that ref, the oh. controversy of the week. Lovely. The, uh Mead, Bernard Flynn and on the twenty ones. Is there any Sligo lads that are gonna fall out of contention with on the twenty ones or any Mayo lads we think this weekend if they play their gun for the year with on the twenty ones? Do you think it's right, first of all, before we name it, do you think it's right for these lads to miss out on a year under twenties because they're playing in a Connacht quarter final that they they don't need they don't need to play in? Well the GA attitude is headquarter attitude is that under twenty, I call it under twenty one, sorry, is a developmental competition. And it shouldn't really be that competitive. It's to develop players for the senior team. If you look okay. at Kerry a couple of years ago with Clifford and Sean O'Shea, yeah. they did play under 20. And I'm sure there's going to be a couple in the next couple of weeks that are going to fall out of contention for Mayo under the same ruling. I don't know. Is there any in Sligo, Gavin? No, there's no one, no one involved between the no. two. I think no. there might be one in the panel, but he wouldn't even be in the, making a 26. Like, but... We have two, so we've ended Hessian and we have Jack Kearney. Um, there are two men you've been raving about in the podcast the last couple of weeks. And, uh, do you have high hopes about them, haven't you? Yeah, I should have. they're good young lads, but they have a long way to go. Uh, looking at Enda. Now, now, now you're sounding like James Horne, like playing them. <laughs> One minute you're talking them up and the next minute you're playing them down. When you're 20 years of age, you have a lot of strength and conditioning work to do. Oshin Mullen was really a freak last year. If you look across the country, many 20-year-old lads are in the Dublin team. Kieran Archer was a star two years ago at under 20, and he still hasn't been seen with the Dublin senior team. Yeah, but the big that's a big uh, the big jump the from... Ref, ref could do a strength and conditioning with them in the pub of the Saturday night if, if needed. Easy now, Gav. Easy now. I'd say you're more fond of a pint than me, you prick. <laughs> um, yeah. Back to substantive point, I think Hessian will start on the weekend and Jack Carney may be introduced off the bench. What do you reckon, Ref? I think you're spot on. I think the subs are probably... The subs are already picked at this stage. I okay. think he... I've, 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 
have a feeling he'll he'll have a, he'll have his he'll have his four or five substitutions already made up before the match even starts. And um, uh, I have a question for you, Ender, about Mayo. Yeah. Who's going to be on the? F- um. I think we missed that. Well, go again, Gavin. Be on the freeze. I think was the question. Oh, who's yeah. going to freeze? Yeah, oh, sorry. I think it'll be Paul Towie to start, but I think Jason well, Doherty will be introduced. So you're telling me Paul Towie's going to be starting? He's going to get yeah. the kidney jersey, is he? Yeah, I think he's in bold position. I don't think Jason Doherty is enough done. The only other option is Connor Loftus and put him on the freeze. Maybe if Jermud is carrying a knock, he may come into midfield. I'm a huge fan of that. And take the freeze. Yeah. It's your German's out, isn't he? I was told six weeks he's out for, is it? No, oh, I didn't hear that. You're better sources to that ref now. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that the weekend that he's out for six weeks. I didn't hear that. now. he might be. He might be. He might be. I don't think he's going to be. I don't think he's going to be kicking freeze, um, off the ground anyway. No, it'll be it'll be either Loftus or Towie for me. Ref's and, just and, checking his phone there to see. <laughs> I'm dying because I'm getting someone's ringing me. And then, well, then another question for you: uh, Do you want know to they put out the um, expansionary teams against Mead? Yeah. Were, were you sorry? Was it not a mistake not to try out a different goalkeeper than Henley? I uh, we've discussed this a lot. Rory Burns' last match for Mayo, his only match for Mayo, was in 2017. If now probably wouldn't matter the weekend, but if in a big game Robert Hendy got injured in the first minute, it's a big ask for Rory Byrne. Even though he is experienced at club level, it's different than in the yeah. county level. I can't understand why he doesn't give him a game. Yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? You could always count on a man that I've seen spraying ball over the last couple of weeks, Rory, to come back and save you. He is a uh, Finton Rudy is transferred back to to a Sligo club. Yeah, St Michael's. Okay, that's where he's living, isn't it? He's living in that parish. If he brought a few more from Kilcommon with him, I wouldn't be displeased. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how was the spin down to North Mayo and at the weekend, Enda? Uh, lovely, I was down. I enjoyed a lovely weekend down in North Mayo. Did you? Who were you down there with? Uh who are you down there with? A few old friends. <laughs> Ender was spotted in a couple of club grounds at the weekend uh, on a bit of a scouting mission. I think Gareth O'Donnell picked you out of the crowd in the char- uh, in Charlestown as well, did he? Yeah, I picked Gareth out myself now. He, <laughs> he, he seemed to be carrying an injury or he would have been playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, was there a few senior players playing for Charlestown in the junior championship? Are, are my team going to do anything in the intermediate? Ardnery. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, did the ship a big beat in the weekend, Enda? Did, uh, I think Laherdon, but most of their junior team outbeat them, is that correct? Is that right, yeah, Laherdon. Maybe maybe now Ardenry were, were, were trying a few No, ads. I don't know, Ardenry could have been short too, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So At this time of the year, you don't know who who has players out. Yeah, Gavin. Uh, Gavin's a big fan of the Rees. Uh, he always checks in with them, see how they're getting on. I think but, relations with Gavin, have you? I had he played in All Ireland final. Oh, very good. Who was he? Connor Cawley. Oh, sure, that's right. He, he, he was with the Mayo Juniors there uh, once, I think, or twice. Irish or Ardenry had a load of representations on the on, on the Mayo Mayo Juniors over the years. Um, 
But yeah, is there anything else? Ender, we've got a quick... We'll go yeah, back. Just, just go back to the under-20s again. <laughs> How would our under-20 management feel if them two players were used this weekend? Very upset, I'm sure. I'm sure they would be. But is there an agreement in place like there was in West in Mead? It, that didn't turn for a lot. <laughs> it did, though, because it, they stepped down. Like you know, it's a, It was a massive thing to do from... Uh, Bernard Flynn to step down and the whole team to step down over because they had it written in, in they had it written in paper uh, that they they were entitled to these players for a championship. So there's a new management team ready to go. I heard from my mead sources today, spearheaded by Barry Callahan. Really? Is that yeah? Well, I suppose someone has to step in and do it, don't they? Like Flynn has made the point and fair play to him, but there's still a team that needs someone to look after them for a championship match. Now they probably won't get their players, but it happens in other counties as well. Um, I think Mayo are playing Galway in their first game, are they? Where they've nine from last year's under twenty winning team on that pan- on that team still. So it will be a challenge, but. Look, if Morris Sheridan went into the job, sorry, Gavin, I'll just finish this out. But if Morris Sheridan went into the job, like this conversation surely must had to have happened early on to go, what's the story here? We're getting our players. Like, you can't just hope that you're going to get them back. I'm sure this difficult conversation was had earlier on, or or, or it's James Horan just calling the shots all over Mayo, including the under 20s. <laughs> Oh, and uh, the silence—the silence is definite. Uh, I think the answer to that is pretty obvious. Yeah. Just look at no league fixtures in the county. Yeah, you love that. You love bringing up the fact there's no league football. Well, we're the only county in Ireland with none. Really. One to June. Okay. It's good to see you've relaxed a bit on the the club fixtures. Anyway, you you went on. I thought the podcast was going to explode there the first week. Well, he the, the blood pressure I say went up a few levels anyway since it. But uh, he's calmed down again. It makes no difference anyway. Yeah. Nothing will change. No, not for a well, while. Anyway. Um, many of that minor team that lost to Sligo last year uh, on that Mayo 20s. Ooh, that's a good question. I don't... We don't uh, even... Under 17 is a three-year oh, gap. It'd be very hard for any of them. They'd want to be exceptional players. Maybe a lad that didn't make the team last year, and Jack Fallon, who's playing midfield currently for Mayo Gales, might have the best chance at making the breakthrough. Really? Yeah. And uh, keeping an eye on the underage again. There's a three-year gap. I couldn't get over how bad Mayo were in that semi-final, actually. But at least you got in this leg of victory over Mayo there, Gavin. Fair play to you. (laughs) (laughs) You worked it into the conversation. Yeah. Well, I think we'll wrap up the we'll wrap up the Sligo Mayo preview and all the bits around it. And um, we have we anything else to wrap up? End it with the odds for the, for the, the odds, yeah, for the senior. Inter- yeah, we just got them live and direct tonight. Um, for favourites, a few eye raising prices straight away. You have them there. I have my phone on me, so you can read them out. We'll just give you the first four or five. So. They've got Ballon Tubber's favourites at three to one. Not, not for me. More, not for me either. That's a waste, waste of money. Ballon Tubber or Ballon Tubber three to one. Not more five to one. At Westport eleven to two. Brafey and Mitchell's at six to one. Ballahadreen thirteen to two. And Ballina at fifteen to two. Um, you're looking at not more. They're five to one. Not more at Westport. Great prices. 
Yeah, I'd be going down the same route too, in fairness. We'll have a quick swing down then into the intermediate, and we have Holly Moncaramore as favourites at the moment at 7-2. to two. Then we have Mayo Gales at 4-1, to one, Ballon Robes 6-1, to one, and Moy Davids 13-2. to two. Lewisburg 12-1 to one, further on down the price. Seeing Lewisburg the weekend was very impressed, Linda. Yeah, uh, I told you I fancied Mayo Gales, but I don't fancy them at that price. There's about 11 teams that can win that championship. What about the Ree? The Ree are 16 to 1, joint with Mitchells B. Bershuler, 25 to 1. And if you put a fiver on Bershuler, 25 to 1, you'd lose a fiver. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you that don't understand gambling. Yeah, it's an old one. Park at 33 to 1, Bunny Conlon, Laherdon 33 to 1, and Swinford at 100 to 1. Cormac O'Malley will yeah. house on, on the money. Judge, yeah. yeah well, that's a good price, in fairness. And the bet crossed my line at the weekend. Um, Junior then, Kilcommon 6 to 4, are they the favourites? Kilmina 2 to 1, Island 87 to 2, and Shrulgan Carob 5 to 1. Eastern Gales. Don't look too far down that list. You, you, you'll get eyes trained if you're looking for Kilmavi. 20 to 1, Enda. Shocking bad price. But you put a tenner on them just for the crack. I told him if they were 500 to 1, I'd give him a euro. He's got nothing at 20 to 1. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, at there's people out there that um that enjoy the gamble. Makes things, I suppose, a bit more interesting. But, um, yeah, that was a nice, that was a different conversation. Ref, I have to say, Justin Healy is one hell of a club footballer. Yeah. Is um, he is he Dylan, Dylan Prendergast spec? He's beautiful balance. So does this Prendergast lad. He really impressed me. To play at a higher level. Hopefully now he plays in Castlebar this year. The, the Mayo manager might see him. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I have a question before you wrap things up as well, actually. We did, yeah. we, one, one, something we missed out on completely. Not someone like us. Um, Nocton. That's a good point. I I I've I've uh, I I've spoken about this before. He probably doesn't look like the type of footballer that's maybe all work and you know he's maybe a laid back style and it probably goes against him. But like he's he was up against some of the best cornerbacks in the county and defenses in the county and still played extremely well at club level. Um, has he got a fair crack at the whip in Sligo? I don't know. It's hard for him in fairness with the short running. Lack of uh, relative, you know, FPG games, challenge games, and, and 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 a decent run at league. I think it went against them, but hopefully we'll see a bit of him now on a Saturday, and he'll kick a few scores. I'd love to see him hit the back of the net or get a couple of scores. Hopefully, you now, hopefully. And uh, yeah, Nocton has been one of the top forwards in Mayo club for the last couple of years. I don't think he'll probably start, but I'd say he'll get a run in the second half. Yeah. Uh, by the way, no good no player will get a run in Kale Park this year because it's closing after the championship, isn't it? Yeah, they're so, getting the Leitrim game. and yeah. that, Is it kind of final there? Yeah. Oh, spice. If, if me or in the ref. Linda. Mm. He could kick the winning point. Yeah, and Boris Hule could win the intermediate championship. All right, all right, all right. And all right, Gary Bore could win the senior championship. <laughs> And Kilmovi might get no, out of the group. <laughs> <laughs> right, lads. Gavin, thanks very much for coming on. You're the first guest of the year. 
Um, I'll send you the check in the post. Don't cash it for another six months, though, because we don't have a penny yet, but we will have it down the road. I'm sure we'll get a few points in then as well. I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will someday. We're up in Sligo. Um, I'll give you the text when we have the cruiser on the road again. Um, right. End Sky of, Sports the weekend, lads. Yeah. Yeah. And it's live. It's live. It's going to be a massive letdown. Um, enjoy the weekend, folks, wherever you're watching the game. And uh, if it's on a dodgy box, don't be checking Twitter because it's going to be a minute ahead or two ahead of the game. I'll have a Grogan bet of the week closer to the time. We'll put it up on ref social media channels. There's only a couple of bets up yet. We want to see, can we pick one out at a good price? Brilliant. Brilliant. Right, lads. I think that's us done for the week, so. So it has to be up Mayo this week, ref? Up Mayo. Up the eight. Up the eight. Over and out. Good luck.